Hey guys, this is Nick from the Korean Atlas in History. Your support really means a lot to us and we couldn't do this show without you. But the show does take a lot of hard work and effort. If you want to support us, please check out our Patreon site or check our Facebook page for more details. But the best way you can support us is to spread the word. Now, on to the show. Welcome to the Korean Atlas and History. Each episode, we will take you on an exploration through some aspect of Korean culture, the landscape, the history, and more. Today, on the Korean Atlas and History, Korean food. Kimchi. Kimchi is one of the most ubiquitous foods in Korea. Kimchi is a traditional side dish made from salted and fermented vegetables, most commonly the Napa cabbage and Korean radishes. Kimchi can be made with a variety of seasonings, including chili powder, scallions, garlic, ginger, and salted seafood. Pickling vegetables and other foods has long been used a method of preserving food before the advent of the refrigerator. In the past, kimchi was pickled and stored in the ground in traditional ceramic pots, called ongi, in order to keep it fresh. Nowadays, kimchi refrigerators can be found in Korean homes. A kimchi refrigerator is much like a traditional refrigerator though they are usually top-opening and used to store kimchi and other strong-smelling foods. Kimchi has a long history, which dates back at least until the Three Kingdoms period, around 0 AD. At this time, fermented foods were widely available on the Korean peninsula, including wine, soybean paste, and salted and fermented fish. During the Shilla dynasty, which lasted until the 10th century, kimchi became more popular as Buddhism played a central role on the peninsula and vegetarian lifestyles became common. Kimchi has changed since this time. Early records do not mention adding garlic or chili pepper to kimchi, but now chili peppers are a standard ingredient in kimchi. Today. There are many different types of kimchi, the most famous being cabbage kimchi. The most common kimchi vegetables are cabbages and radishes, although other vegetables include aster, balloon flower roots, burdock roots, celery, chamnamu, cilantro, cress, crown daisy greens, cucumber, eggplant, garlic, onions, and more. Brining salt is used mainly as the initial salting. Kimchi can then be seasoned with a variety of seasonings, as mentioned earlier. When making kimchi, the northern areas of Korea tend to use less salt and seasonings which contain less salt, as these areas are cooler and require less preservation. Northern kimchi also tends to have a more watery consistency. Areas in the south, however, use more generous amounts of salt. 
Globally, kimchi is recognized as a spicy fermented cabbage dish. However, kimchi is truly a term used for fermented vegetables, and thus, kimchi can be made from anything edible. Conventionally, the secret of kimchi preparation was passed down by mothers to their daughters in order to make them suitable wives for their future husbands. Nowadays, however, individuals worldwide can access recipes for kimchi preparation online. There are many varieties of kimchi, but the most common variations include Beichu kimchi, spicy Napa cabbage kimchi made from whole cabbage leaves, Beichu gotchori, unfermented Napa cabbage kimchi, Bosam kimchi, Kimchi that has just been made and is not yet fermented. It is made to be eaten with bosam, a steamed pork. Bek kimchi. White kimchi made without chili pepper. Dong chini. A non-spicy watery kimchi. Nabak kimchi. A mildly spicy watery kimchi. Chonggak kimchi. Cubed chonggak Ponytail radish, a popular spicy kimchi. Gakdugi, spicy cubed Korean radish. Oisobaki, cucumber kimchi that can be stuffed with seafoods and chili paste, and is a popular choice during the spring and summer seasons. Pa kimchi, spicy green onion kimchi. Yolmu kimchi. A popular choice during the spring and summer, it's made with yomu radishes and does not necessarily have to be fermented. Gat kimchi, a kimchi made with Indian mustard. Historically, the type of kimchi varied depending on the time of the year in which it was made, but technology, including kimchi refrigerators, has had some effect on this. Generally, though, the pattern is as follows. In the spring, after consuming kimjong kimchi throughout the winter, fresh herbs and vegetables are used to make fresh kimchi, and it's usually eaten fresh and unfermented. In the summer, yolmu radishes and cucumbers, the summer vegetables, are made into kimchi. In the autumn, beichu kimchi is prepared by inserting the kimchi materials usually a red spicy paste, into the layers of the whole Napa cabbage. If you ever attend a kimchi-making experience in Korea, this is usually the sort of kimchi-making you will experience. The period of autumn kimchi-making for the winter is called gimjang, and this is when most kimchi is made throughout the year. In the winter, the greatest varieties of kimchi are available. South Koreans consume 40 to 80 pounds of kimchi per person annually. They believe that kimchi helps them cope with their fast-paced lives. Kimchi contains a high amount of fiber, yet it's low in calories and provides high amounts of vitamin C and carotene. In addition, kimchi is rich in vitamin A, thiamine, riboflavin, calcium, and iron. Yet opposed to these benefits, kimchi may also contribute to stomach cancer, 
which is the most common form of cancer in South Korea. With South Korea's large intake of kimchi, one wonders where it all comes from. In fact, in addition to the amount being made domestically, a significant portion of Korean kimchi is imported from China. In 1996, Korea protested a Japanese commercial product known as kimuchi and argued that the product was different from kimchi as kimuchi was not fermented. Korea lobbied for an international standard for kimchi, and the Codex Alimentarius, an organization associated with the World Health Organization, defined a standard for kimchi. The Codex Alimentarius defined kimchi as a fermented food that uses salted Napa cabbages as its main ingredient, mixed with seasonings and goes through a lactic acid production process at a low temperature. From 1998 to 2007, South Korea developed a program for adult Korean adoptees to return to South Korea and learn what it means to be Korean. Many activities were included in the program, and one of them was kimchi making. In 2010, heavy rainfalls shortened the harvesting time for cabbage and other major ingredients in kimchi. Because of this, the price of kimchi rose greatly, and some restaurants even stopped offering kimchi as a free side dish. The New York Times compared this to an American hamburger restaurant no longer offering free ketchup. In response to this, the Korean government allowed a temporary reduction of tariffs on imported cabbage to coincide with the Kim Jong season. In 2012, China redefined kimchi as a derivative of pao sai, not referring to the decision of the Codex Alimentarius. The Chinese government also created regulations that banned certain amounts of lactic acid in their food, thus effectively banning kimchi imports from Korea. A 2014 kimchi-making class was opened in Ho Chi Minh City for Vietnamese brides of Korean men. The classes still exist, and they are free and teach about 30 to 35 women once per month. UNESCO has added kimchi to its list of intangible cultural heritage for both North and South Korea. This makes kimchi the second Korean item on the list, the other item being the song Ararang, which plays at the beginning and end of each one of these episodes. During the Vietnam War, kimchi was considered so important among Koreans that Lyndon B. Johnson was told that kimchi was vitally important to the morale of Korean troops, and kimchi was sent to satisfy them. In 2008, a multi-million dollar research program was undertaken to kill the bacteria and lessen the odor in kimchi without affecting the taste, and kimchi was sent to space on board Soyuz TMA-12 with astronaut Lee Soyeon. Kimchi is truly part of Korean life and culture. It is a food that is representative of the Korean people and a taste you shouldn't miss 
if you get the chance to try it. We hope you have enjoyed the Korean Atlas and History. Much of our information has been obtained through the Namu Wiki and Wikipedia. If you want to learn more or study the Korean names of these places, check out our Memrise tool. If you wish to download all the episodes of this podcast, want more information, or want transcripts of this podcast, visit us at www.koreanatlasandhistory.com. If you wish to send us an email, you can email us at koreanatlasandhistory at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.